My name is Father Mike Delaney and I'm the parish priest of the Kingston Channel Catholic Parish in the Archdiocese of Hobart. This is a homily for Palm Sunday or Palm Sunday of the Passion of the Lord, depending on how you'd like to call it. Palm Sunday ranks with Ash Wednesday as a day on which when people gather, they actually leave with something tangible, which is not denying the presence of the Eucharist and the importance of the Eucharist, but it's two days when we walk out of church with a, a sign of ashes on our forehead on Ash Wednesday and a palm in our hand on Palm Sunday. There are two questions we might ponder as we gather today. The first is, who is it that we celebrate? And the second, what does it mean to walk with Jesus on this path? In our Mass today, the first two readings offer us some thoughts on this first question, who it is that we celebrate. Isaiah's famous third song of the Servant of God paints such a prophetic portrait of Jesus that it's quite easy to understand why the early church used it to explain the suffering Saviour. This song is a proclamation of humble obedience and purity of heart. If we were to imagine Jesus reciting it, the first thing we might hear is his awareness that everything he has, he has comes from God for the purpose of giving new life to the poor or the weary. Next, as he goes through this passage, he explains that his whole life, morning by morning, has been one of listening, to understand and to carry out God's will. Then, just as he had with the disciples, Jesus speaks freely, accepting his suffering. Finally, he would reveal the key to his integrity and why he can accomplish what he does. He says, The Lord comes to my help, so that I am untouched by the insults. And then we have a further indication of this awareness as we listen to the beautiful passage from the letter to the Philippians. This reading offers the early church's reflection on Christ as the perfect servant of God. Beginning with the assurance that he was indeed divine, explains that status holds no sway over him. It is thought that this is a hymn, and in it we see Jesus freely dispossessing himself of privilege, assuming the condition of the needy and accepting the human vocation to listen to and obey God, no matter the consequences. Then, as if to prove Isaiah's statement that I am untouched by the insults, the hymn goes on to explain how that attitude opened the way for God to exalt him. So these two readings offer us rich material on which we can reflect as we ask on whom we are for whom we are possessing on this day. This is Jesus, the obedient Son of God, the one in whom God was well pleased. This is the one who lived in utter transparency, whose life and death gave witness to his teaching about serving the lowly and disdaining prestige. This is the Christ whom God exalted so that everyone could proclaim him as Lord, and see in him the glory of God. 
The second question is more costly. What does it mean to walk this path? One of the ways that might help us answer this question is if we entered fully into the gospel story and associated ourselves in one or more of the characters. We may be among the disciples who, after following cryptic orders, have enthroned Jesus on the back of a never-before-ridden colt, learning faith through ritual. Others may identify with the crowd, crying, Hosanna, Lord, save us. We start in solidarity with this crowd who wants to honour Christ. But then, the proclamation of the Passion invites us to walk with Jesus through these last days of his mortal life. Before ever entering into the trial, he offers us his body and blood as communion, which, as he tells Peter, will strengthen him when he fails. Then he warns us that being a traitor is easier and less dramatic than we think. Lording it over others will accomplish this task. From Sunday through Friday, this is the Holy Week, when we walk the way of the cross with our ancestors and our contemporaries. We take our place among them and we learn from Jesus as he prays, as he accepts the fake sign of companionship from Judas and when he heals the innocent one who is injured in the fray. Then throughout the trial, the procession to Calvary and his final expressions of forgiveness, promise and trust we are invited to hear which of those words he addresses to us today and what difference they might make in our lives. As we enter Holy Week, it is a reminder that salvation is an historical, whole-body experience. It's not just our mind, but our hands and our feet and our voices that must participate, because this drama is ongoing because we cannot avoid meeting the suffering Christ as we walk through life. We may keep the palm as a reminder that we want to honour and be faithful to him. I would like to make the prayer of St. Richard of Chichester a reminder to us of how we are called to live the Christ life during this coming week. Lord, may I know thee more clearly, love thee more dearly, and follow thee more nearly day by day.